Welcome back to Versus Extreme. I'm Marcus Triscoll, a stuff crust nose. I'm Tommy Calhoun, a thin crust belly. And I'm Tim Pan Ear. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. No, that was bad. <laughs> well, that's good. No, I love oh, Panier. No. Panier. Panier knee. Panier. What we're, is that? That's something, isn't it? I yeah. feel like that's a thing. Sure. Mother's Day just passed us, and we're really getting into the the, the waist-deep part of spring. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as you can probably tell by my stuffed nose, I fucking hate spring. The beginning of it, at least. Don't we all? I mean, I love, don't get me wrong, I love the season, love the colors, mm-hmm. everything that goes on. Kind of oh. fucked up about the allergies, though. Don't. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck with that. I do not feel you on that at all. I hate spring. Every part of spring is terrible. Yeah, how no, it gets I agree. hot and shit. How mm-hmm. it's allergy. I hate that. Mm-hmm. I hate every what, the way it looks. How all the animals are fucking. Can't stand it. Yeah. How it doesn't even like to smile. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's stance. The only the only good seasons are fall and winter. If we could just yes. have a consistent cycle of fall and winter, I would fall into a deep depression. <laughs> I would as well, but it would <laughs> at least be a lot prettier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's live in Alaska. Let's move. Yeah, let's talk about this every, real quick. What's mm-hmm. everybody's favorite like favorite season? You had to pick one. What's your favorite season? Autumn. Yeah. If I if okay, if we lived in a more moderate area, it would be fall. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. as it stands, winter. Like that's just the best. Like yeah. I have my best, my favorite memories in winter. Mm. My favorite memories take place. Where I'm outside in the bitter cold, freezing, and it just it fills my heart with warmth just thinking about freezing to death. I think mine is definitely summer. Winter is a very close second. See, temperature doesn't really fuck me up about mm-hmm. seasons just because, mm. like, you know, it's always 72 degrees inside the house. So that's, mm-hmm. you know, one thing. But, like, summertime, you just got all that, like, fun summertime activity you can do. Go to the beach, go outside more. Tank tops, that's a big one. I can bust out my jorts. That's fair. Um, See, temperature is the thing that fucks me up the most because for the past four years or so, mm -hmm. all of my jobs have been outside, effectively. Uh, And so, depending on the weather, that's, like, how good of a time I'm going to be having. That's fair. And I hate it. I hate it when it's hot outside. Yeah. It's cold. It doesn't matter. I can get some hand warmers and just yeah. put them on, and it's mm-hmm. fine. If it's hot, it doesn't matter. I'm having a horrible time. Yeah, because when it's hot, you beach. sweat. Yeah. And when it's hot, it like even if you aren't sweating and you are properly hydrated, it's just like it's still miserable. It's and we also live in a very too. humid climate. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like, even if you're standing in the shade under an umbrella. Under an awning, you're yeah. still gonna be hot as fuck with ice it's on your Georgia. Face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I agree with that. Like, I don't. Uh, I've always said before that I, I like the cold better than the heat, mm-hmm. but um, I just like summer because there's just so much to do. See, I like winter because there's so much to do. Yeah. Imagine all the stuff you can do in winter: drink hot cocoa, mm-hmm. have a snowball fight, have a snowball make fight, a snowman. Yeah. make oh, a snowman. Oh, that's I feel you. That's why it's second in my heart. Make a snow angel, uh, pee in the snow. I just it's something I think that we can all agree on is fuck transition seasons. So like fuck spring, fuck fall. Well, no, you guys like fall. I like fall. Yeah, no, autumn's, autumn's great. great. Yeah, I kind of I think fall is probably my least favorite season. And I'll tell you. Whoa, why. dude, Whoa. them's fighting words. I'm gonna right tell there, you. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from a very early age, I had. Um, and aversion to fall. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you why. Them's I don't the think facts. any of us want to fall. Them's Marcus. the facts with Marcus Driscoll. So fact number one about why fall sucks. School comes back. Oh, wait. I know this one. I know this one. Because all the kids, they would kick your legs and make you trip. And they'd be like, oh, we hope you have fun on your trip. Have a nice fall. And then it just resonated with your brain in a really bad way. <laughs> no, it, that was, I mean, that happened, but that's not <laughs> Secondary to <laughs> um, the, uh, yeah. Uh, number two, bees are more aggressive in the fall. And long-time listeners might know that I'm deathly allergic to bees. And so, like, bees will just, like, fucking sting you for no reason in the beginning of fall because they're just like, we got to build this fucking nest. Mm. Get ready for winter. Fuck you. Um, so, yeah, fuck fall for that. Also, I always get a cold that turns into a sinus infection in fall. So, suck it. Um, also, in LJ, there, with mine and Tommy's hometown, there was like a lot of tourists who would come in on fall. Now it's year round, which kind of sucks, but it's also great for you know the population. Anyway, there's a lot of tourists that would come into town, and so like there'd just be like a shitload of traffic yeah. everywhere. And the one thing you need to know about LJ is that we're incredibly xenophobic. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> like the the town, most of the residents itself, yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> they just like for the longest time, LJ fucking hated tourists. Yeah. And now it's like you go back there and it's like that's all there is. Well, it's also like the layout of it is just not conducive yeah. to people people because it's what? just like they just like took the mountains and then just slapped some roads on right, them yeah. and like they were like hey you know we have to drive like at a 45 degree angle to get up this mountain and it's like <laughs> yeah but the papa's pizza's up there right, exactly. <laughs> also like what, where else would we put it <laughs> what had happened was our neighboring town in the north blue ridge got like a very big tourist boom and so like for the longest time lj was like yeah fuck tourists all these fucking leaf watchers it's like you know people come down to watch the leaves leaves fall and we were just leaves like, change color yeah, yeah there's no, like two days where it's I, like beautiful and then yeah. the third day all the leaves are gone all right where's the upshot of all this i'm very like i don't know what's going on right yeah, yeah, now yeah no i'm just i'm telling you an interesting story oh, like okay, you can okay. bear with me um and so then blue ridge was just kind of like oh let's make a bunch of cabins and then rent them out to rich people and then blue ridge got a big fucking boom and then everybody in LJ was just like, we want that too. Fuck Blue Ridge. And so that's what they did. They made a bunch of cabins and then a bunch of antique stores and a bunch of like lush slash goop Gwyneth Paltrow type shit in the square. Yeah. You guys got goop in the square? Yeah. How yeah, does goopy dude. square, dude? Yeah, that's <laughs> very goopy yeah, square. Dude, I got a goopy square too. <laughs> yeah. And now like you go back and there's like fucking rooftop bars and shit. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's yeah. wild. That's, uh, that's, how, <laughs> that's they, how my small white town got further gentrified. They got an artisanal <laughs> olive oil tasting annex like it's it's not even the first one of its kind there's another one in blue ridge but they were like oh lj's fancy now we're gonna put an artisanal olive oil place in there this is why marcus hates fall yeah nice this has been a psa nice i have a submission for you guys let's read it (laughs) please so this one comes from at case of space 32 thank you as always at case of space 32 thank you and it is which, <laughs> uh, this question is so funny to me. Which shonen anime character would be the best prom date? Character? Shonen anime protagonist, my bad. Oh, okay. Yes, specifically Oof. the protag. Okay, so let's go with the big three real quick. Let's let's just take one out of the big three. Yeah. Would you rather Naruto, Goku, or no, you mean Naruto, Luffy, or Ichigo? Because Goku precedes the the big yes, three. yes, yeah. Naruto, wow, uh, I my wee bass show, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right there. Naruto, Ichigo, or fucking Monkey D. Luffy. Monkey D. Luffy. I'm t- out of those. I gotta take Ichigo. Honestly, Ichigo, because the yeah. other two are shitheads, man. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd have more fun with the shitheads though. I would take Monkey oh. D. Luffy just because he seems like he can have a good time. See, I would take Ichigo because he is uh, tall and he's got muscles. Um, that's it. Yeah. Also, he's so disinterested in me, so I'm probably gonna suck his dick later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like Ichigo would call me a bastard, and I no, dude. Yeah, uh, no. is like a nice guy unless you're evil. Yeah, he might call you like an idiot or call you annoying yes, or something. That, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that. I don't want to be called an idiot or annoying. I, mean, I want to have like... fun and eat a lot of food with Monkey D. Luffy. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> and then like axe kick a house in half or something. Right. Like, but also like I feel like Ichigo would just hmm. He would also not want to dance. Is the thing. Ooh. Yeah. I, he would slow dance. He might slow dance, but I think that both. I think. Naruto, older Naruto, would probably want to, like, get jiggy with it a little bit. And then Luffy, 100%, would want to go nuts. Yeah, <laughs> it would be really funny. <laughs> yeah, and I would be like, I am not a part of this at all. Me and Ichigo <laughs> are going to go to the back and talk shit about people in the corner. <laughs> or he's going to stand and listen while I talk. And he's completely disinterested in everything I say, but it doesn't matter because that's not the point. So, damn. <laughs> uh, Goku wouldn't be good either, huh? Yeah, no. no. I mean, like, depends on what you want out of prom. Because, yeah. like, yeah. I am not a big fan of, like, fancy events, but not no. in the way where I, like, want to just, like, sit around and talk shit. It's more like I want to just, like, do whatever the hell I want, even though it's a fancy event. And I feel uh, like like bringing Monkey D. Luffy, who is just going to, like, <laughs> that's pretty fucking... Like, knock the punch bowl over and, like, (laughs) yell at people and, like, do a bunch of crazy shit is going to be really fun to watch other people be like, what the hell, man? This is prom. I feel like if if we're aiming for, like, the most realistic interpretation of prom, the best one to take would be Deku. 
or Midoriya from... Yeah. Yeah. He's because, not like, old enough. He's a baby. Yeah, that's the thing, though. He's like... He's I mean, I'm super... assuming that we're in high school if this is happening. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, I will say this. I've never been to prom. Long-time listeners would know. I've gotcha. never been to prom before, mm, yeah. so... I went to prom three times, and it was all the same every time. Oh. Um, but, yeah. yeah, Midoriya is definitely the type of kid who would go to prom and provide that traditional prom experience where he's, like, super nervous, even though there's, like, nothing to be worried about. Yeah. And then, yeah. That's mm-hmm. fair, that's fair. Because it's, like, literally just a dance. Yeah. What? Now, okay, here's my thing. When I imagine going to prom, what I would want to do is go there and be there for approximately 15 minutes, mm-hmm. not talk to anyone, not dance, eat as much food as I can. Is there food there? It's like, I think there's, there's like, snacks. finger foods, yeah. There's, like, finger foods. I will eat every There's, like, cube thing. cheese and crackers and Yeah, shit. I'm taking all of it. I'm going to eat as much of that shit as I possibly can, as sneakily as possible, and I'm getting the hell out of there. I think there are definitely people who did that. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a great time to me. At our prom, there was always at least, like, one person who was, who didn't get let in because they were drunk. I don't know any uh, names, but, like, yeah, I remember that happening. that's true. Was it you? Was that you, Marcus? No. Oh, it was Tommy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tommy. Yeah, no. me, notorious straight edge of high school. <laughs> oh, no, the one who... Uh... Tommy would show up in his fucking backwards uh, snapback and yeah. tank top that says, let's get weird. <laughs> that sounds like shades, yeah. Yeah, that sounds oh. like Tommy. Yeah, definitely, definitely my high school experience for sure. Yeah. yeah. I literally can't think of any other anime protagonists. Um, Out of the... Uh, shown an anime protagonist yeah out of the four jojos uh Ooh. i would take uh if we're looking for a traditional prom experience i would take jonathan because he would be the perfect gentleman yeah if i was looking for a wild time i would take joseph joestar i would definitely take jotaro every single time yeah because you want you want a tall guy that's disinterested in you <laughs> that's gonna call you a fucking idiot okay hold on a second okay <laughs> you're trying to tell me okay that's not what that's not what we're talking about here all i'm saying is i just want someone who's just gonna stand there and look good while you know i make an appearance and then i leave and i that's just it. i just want to say one thing real quick um i just finished watching all of harry potter and i'm mm-hmm. trying to get those references in you guys aren't allowed to talk about jojos for like a month all right, keep keep going. We haven't talked about JoJo on the show for like for like two months. Yeah, yeah, two months. I'm just saying, I put in all this effort, and you guys can't just dismiss that by talking about JoJo. <laughs> I'm not dismissing anything. It's I'm very not, proud of you for it's watching not Harry our Potter. Fault that you haven't watched JoJo. Yeah, dude. but now now it feels like I'm expected to go back and watch all of JoJo. You are. It's yeah. such a like important thing in like pop culture, dude. Ash Ketchum, take an Ash Ketchum to prom. That's fair. <laughs> No, no, no. Yami Yugi. I'm taking Yami. Oh, dude, uh, Yugi, yeah. Not Yugi Moto, though. No. Yeah, I know. No. Yeah. Taking Yami. That is, that is a child. Honestly, <laughs> I think Yami Yugi, I think that's the best option. Yeah. I will take that. I'll take Yami Yugi. If I can't get Yami Yugi, I'm taking, well, he's not a pro tag, but Seto Kaiba. I mean, you could on. bring Yami Yugi, and then instead of doing any prom shit, you could just go in the back and play Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what happens. <laughs> No, if you took Yami Yugi, you would show up and he would just be like, I remember this from ancient Egyptian times. <laughs> Prom. <laughs> and then, like, there would be a fucking camera pan against an t- uh, engraved tablet of uh, the pharaoh and ancient Egypt version of Kaiba, and they had prom. Yep. Yeah. With a disco ball. It would, it would be exactly the same, except there would just be the three, like, god beasts in the background for no reason. <laughs> yeah. And like Obelisk the Tormentor's the DJ. Yeah, yeah. dude, that would actually be pretty lit though. <laughs> I the you as soon as you said that, I was like, what kind of music would Obelisk the Tormentor play? And the first one that uh came to mind was Dynamite by Teo Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oddly enough, he exclusively listens to smooth jazz. It's oh, like shit. it's like fifty percent smooth jazz. Dynamite and then fifty percent pitbull. Like just pitbull and all of the songs pitbull, pitbull is featured in. Yeah, no. just like a and a pinch, just a tiniest little pinch of LMFAO. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. Oh, season yeah, the dude. taste with LMFAO. <laughs> yeah. An obelisk of tormentor is very much stuck in the early twenty tens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who isn't though? Yeah. For for real. I'll be honest. Come on. That's guys. really when he uh, solidified his musical tastes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next question? Tom? Sure. Yeah. Um, so this is a Reddit question from the Who Would Win subreddit. Um, continuing their uh, series of bangers, or at least better questions. No Thanos questions. 
this was posted by Forte845, and it is a completely average human in 2020 versus a 14th century knight. Uh, the setting is in a modern home hardware store, such as a Lowe's or Home Depot. It's empty of people except for the combatants. The man is an average human male by human standards and physical strength and general knowledge. The knight is equipped as one would be in the early mid-14th century with early plate armor and standard field weaponry, such as a sword and poleaxe. Does he have a bow and arrow? Um, it says standard field weaponry. Uh, um, bow and arrows were fairly standard for that uh, period of time. You know, it was a whole classic, like, uh, from long range, you use your bow and arrow. When you get into close range with people, you put your bow and arrow away and you move to sword. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here's where I stand. The 14th century knight already has the weapon advantage. Yeah. And he's already trained with it. Yeah. I don't Mm -hmm. understand what the average guy in the 2020s is supposed to have on this guy. Other than the fact that, you know, he can, like, use power tools. Mm -hmm. But, like, if they're in lows, you still got to unbox them. You still got to, like, plug them up. You still got to, like, make stuff while this guy already has his tools and he's already an effective killing machine. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, I'm still on the side of the 2020 guy. Mm-hmm. Because this guy, the knight, while he has all that on his side, if he gets transported into this place, he is freaking out, man. He's not having a good time. Okay, hold on. Pause that train of thought right, right there. Tommy, as arbiter of this question, are we to assume that the knight would have culture shock? Um, Or are they just, like, deathmatch... I think I think the skin. purpose of the question is that it's a death match. Okay. Especially since it's in a Home Depot. Gotcha. Um like that Home like, Depot, not Lowe's, sorry. Yeah, or Lowe's or whatever the fuck. It doesn't matter. Okay. Alright then. Even still, the average person mm-hmm. has knowledge of what a Home Depot looks like on the inside, and they can generally get to where they need to go. Also, they're not wearing armor, they're less inhibited, they're able to run around more swiftly and find things that they might need. It's not that hard to get to the garden section, get a bunch of hoes, and then just kind of... Hell yeah. Hell (laughs) yeah. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. And then they're they're working with that. Also, you have no idea the effect that sand would have on these guys. Get a bunch of sand, start throwing it at them. They can't do anything. They get sand inside their armor. That's a sandy, sandy bitch right there. (laughs) 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 That is one sandy bitch. Also, also, do you know how many, like, uh, massive two-by-fours this guy could just run over and pick up? And now, I know what you're saying, so can the knight. Yes, the knight can do the same thing, and so then they're at equal weapon advantage, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, okay. And um, if the knight doesn't pick up a massive two-by-four to fight this guy, then he has a range advantage on him. So... I will say, knights actually are incredibly mobile in plate armor. It's like, uh, I've watched a bunch of videos about it, but essentially, mm-hmm. like, plate armor was designed for people to be as mobile as they were normally. And I've seen people do, like, flips and jumping jacks and mm-hmm. shit and, like, somersaults. And, like, it's not the same, like, super heavy duty, clunky, giant iron armored, like, machine man that, like, a lot of fantasy stuff has it's generally more designed for you to be able to move but i will say i think that 20th century guy does have like he has a cell phone which he could use to like put it in an aisle and like make it place like sounds or something Uh, and then when like night goes to investigate he can like pop out from behind and like use a puncturing weapon like a pickaxe or something literally a nail gun yeah. Literally, a na- no, like, I'm saying, like, get a nail gun. <laughs> just all he has to do is get a nail gun. Yeah. And then just no country for old men is ass. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. Like, what's the knight gonna do, bro? Like, this guy has so much intelligence on his side, okay? And in the middle of a Home Depot, he has all the tools he could possibly use to literally just fuck this guy's shit, man. I want to take a pause real quick. My dad actually showed me forever ago. My dad works in construction, and he had a nail gun. And he was just like, hey, you want to see something cool? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, okay, so this is a nail gun, right? And whenever you press it down, there's a little, uh, like, lever that actuates. And that's what lets, like, the air actually flow through and the nail to shoot. But mm-hmm. if you don't have that pressed down, then it won't do it. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And he was like, but watch this. And then he t- takes his finger and pulls the actuator back and then fires. And a nail goes all the way across the room and sticks in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Hell yes, crazy. dude. That's yeah. a fucking, like, good-ass story. Like, I dude, think- I had, okay, this is crazy. I'm so sorry for interrupting no, you. I had an almost exact si- circumstance 
like ex- almost exact story, uh, but with the first technical director I worked with at a theater. Oh hell yeah, dude! Yeah, except for he did it. Uh, of course, like you know, uh, he he wasn't like. Yeah. I, yeah. I felt uh, at the time like I was freaked out, but he was like, no, 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 it's okay. I'm just showing you that like this is how these things are. Like you just have yeah. to be careful with them. And I'm showing you that right now. Yeah, I okay. So the, then, Winky, you would agree with me on this. Then I think that the uh, since you've seen it in action. I think that the the long range effectiveness of a nail gun really falls off after like five or ten feet. Oh yeah, for sure. I mm-hmm. don't think it would be he would be able to do long range, but no. like short range for sure. Yeah, no, you go up behind him and you put the gun to the back of his head and you're like, "Any last words, motherfucker?" And he like turns around and says something in old English and you just <laughs> nail the helmet to his skull. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm okay. I can definitely see where you guys are coming from. I'm still gonna take night, and that's where I think I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die on this hill. You're gonna uh, die with the night. <laughs> yep. yeah, well, you can you can die with the night, Marcus. That's fine. I'm just saying, uh, my boy's gonna get a bunch of hoes and get this guy uh, all wrapped. <laughs> Hell up. yeah, he's gonna get them all wrapped up. I just feel like there's a lot of potential in Home Depot for like mm-hmm. Kevin McAllister level shenanigans. Yeah, yeah but this imagine is the all the paint, guy. dude. Imagine all the paint. And then yeah. this guy's gonna get slippery. He's gonna be slipping and sliding all over the place. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, they would have some good goofs and gaffs. Don't get me wrong, but and in the end, the night would win. No, because the knight's covered in paint. Sword, move. Sword, move. (laughs) You can't say sword like gun. You can't just say sword like gun and then expect it to have the same effect. Well, if if the sword is the most powerful weapon in the room, then I'm going to say It's not the most powerful weapon in the room because there's effective guns inside of Home Depot. No. Effective guns. I mean, like, I think the guy could, like, jump on top of a refrigerator and the knight would be like, oh, I'll get you now. And then he just pushes the refrigerator over from the top. Yeah, exactly. The knight was just like... Oh, I guess I'm just dead now. Oh, yeah. wait, what? The knight wouldn't get on top of the refrigerator. No, the no, knight, he would no, no, push on top of the knight. Oh. Yeah, like, the guy would climb on top of a refrigerator, and the knight would look up at him and be like, oh, I've got you now. And the guy just, like, leans back and pushes the refrigerator. If you guys really think that a knight would be so stupid as to fall for such a fucking caveman tactic. He doesn't tactic. know what a refrigerator is. Yeah. He yeah, doesn't know how heavy like it is. It looks like a box. It just looks like a box. Yeah, but if he yeah. were, I don't know, like, I feel like if uh, the, the closest thing that he could compare that to would be a big block of marble. And he'd be like, oh, I better not get close to that because he could tip it on me and kill me. No, because it just looks like plastic. Also, it takes forever for a refrigerator to fall. You can easily back out of the way. Yeah, but I mean, if he sees this thing falling over, I'm just saying there's a lot of stuff on that same okay, level. on that spectrum. I see what you're saying. On that spectrum of things that could happen that this guy's going to be got with. And if he's afraid, if he's careful of literally everything inside that place, he's never going to be able to do anything. Because yeah. the guy can, like, pull out, oh, it's a nail. He's like, oh, my God, what weird future thing are you going to do with that? <laughs> and then still... he throws it at his armor and it blinks off him and he runs away. I'm still taking, no, I'm still taking Knight because he has all the training. He has all the weaponry already assembled still taking night uh, well, okay all right all right this also i want to <laughs> i want to share this with some of our listeners if you guys ever get angry that one of us has an opinion and you agree with that opinion and the other two is call them a fucking idiot i want you i want to let you know that anytime anybody talks to us about this podcast they have very strong opinions and they let us know mm-hmm. that do. we were wrong <laughs> yeah they, were they call us dumbasses every single time yeah. it's hilarious so if though. you want to call us a dumbass be sure to get in contact with us at versus extreme on twitter Marcus, are you trying to say something right now no i'm just saying um, um, nice question huh <laughs> sure if you do have your own opinions and your other two friends also have their own opinions just start your own podcast <laughs> <laughs> don't fucking tell me start a podcast maybe i'll listen to it yeah <laughs> um okay um as stated previously, Mother's Day was this Sunday. The mm-hmm. day that you are listening to this now is probably the Tuesday of release. Yeah. Uh, today's Monday. We're mm-hmm. recording. But we want to do so- something a little special for all the moms out there. Yeah. No, don't worry. I'm not Justin Timberlake and Andy Sandberg. This is going to be more PG. <laughs> oh, I definitely thought we were going to do a bit like that. No. I was, uh, like, ready. I was about to turn the lights down low and get my uh, soft voice going. No, this Talking is not Digging all you moms out there. <laughs> this is a <laughs> game that we like to play. You, I promise. Can I... <laughs> Jesus Christ! Put the dick away, Winky. This is <laughs> this is Mother's Day or no way, Jose. Some of you may uh, find it comparable to Christmas or bullshitsmas. Essentially, I'm going to read Tim and Tommy ten facts about Mother's Day, and they have to determine if it's true, i.e., Mother's Day, or false, i.e., no way, Jose. Mm. Okay. So we're going to get into it right now. Number one: more calls are made on Mother's Day than any other day of the year. No way. You have to say the whole thing. No way, Jose. There you go. Mother's Day. It is, in fact, Mother's Day. It's true. 122 million calls are made on the second Sunday of May. That is a lot of phone calls. I also called my mother on Mother's Day. I I did, too. too. (laughs) Number two. 
more flowers are bought on Mother's Day than any other day of the year. No way, Jose. No way, Jose. That's correct. It is no way, Jose. Mother's Day is actually the third uh, most you know popular day to buy flowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, one quarter of all flower sales happen on Mother's Day. Uh, do you guys know when it's beaten? Valentine's Day? I was going to say Valentine's Day. Not Easter? Valentine's Day. Nope. When? It kind of surprised me, too, the, the two that beat it. Christmas? Christmas. Christmas yeah. and... Thanksgiving? Nope. Just tell us. I don't want to guess anymore. It's Hanukkah. Christmas oh. and Hanukkah. Oh. Yeah. Number three. Mother's Day had its origins in 18th century London. No way, Jose. No way, Jose. That's correct. It's no way, Jose. Uh. It was actually a Greek spring celebration of Rhea, goddess mm. of fertility and motherhood. Oh. Interesting. Oh, yep. that's lovely. Um, number four. Mother's Day in the U.S. started as a way... To unite the citizens of the North and the South after the Civil War. Mother's Day. No way, Jose. It is Mother's Day. Oh, Damn. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's true. Ann Jarvis founded Mother's, uh, Mother's Friendship Day in 1868 as a way to make a community for mothers across state lines. <laughs> Do I have oh, a 100% okay. success ratio so far? I don't yeah. know. I'm not keeping up with it. but Oh, congratulations, Winky. All right. Um, yeah, you're at four. I'm at two. We still yes. got some more to go. But yeah, she founded Mother's Friendship Day. And before it was like a celebration of mothers, it was more just like mothers get together and you know, talk and just be like, mm-hmm. we're moms, we're moms and also friends. <laughs> um, oh, that's just wholesome right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a good content that I pay to see. Number five, there were protests against Mother's Day after it was signed into a legal holiday. No way, Jose. Mother's Day. It is Mother's Day. Damn. Check this out. This shit's Who actually... the fuck hates moms that much? Know, okay, right? dude, check this out. This shit's actually kind of buck fucking crazy. Sounds like a bunch of incels were just mad. So, um... As stated previously, Ann Jarvis founded Mother's Day, right? Mm-hmm. Her daughter, Anna Jarvis, uh, hated to see what Mother's Day had become and frequently held protests, walkouts, condemned Eleanor Roosevelt for trying to use the day for fundraising, uh, spent all of her money fighting it, and then spent the rest of her life in a sanatorium. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. I, I, also, can we talk about the fact that this lady's name was Anne and she named her daughter Anna? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, just like every generation add a letter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I read that and I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's um, crazy. That's why we have Anna Elizabeth now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It took a long time to get that full Elizabeth. Yeah. <laughs> Number six, beauty salons and spas have the highest earnings of any business on mother's day. No way. Jose. No way. Jose. That's correct. It is no way. Jose. Uh, actually it's Ooh. restaurants. 87 million adults made dinner plans for restaurants. On fuck. Mother's day. Uh, Number seven. 24 is the average age for mothers in the U.S. to have their first child. No way, Jose. No way, Jose. That's correct. Any guesses? I'll give it, I'll give it to the person who guesses most closely. 17? 26. It's Tim by a sizable margin. <laughs> Tommy, what the fuck? 17? <laughs> I just... <laughs> Average age to have their first. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Tommy, what? <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's twenty seven, twenty six point eight to be more exact. <laughs> Number, I just figured sixteen and pregnant brought it down by a large margin. <laughs> oh my god! Number eight, people spend an average of one hundred dollars on gifts for their mothers. No Mother's way, Jose. Day. Mother's Day. Damn, Ooh. Winky! How much do people spend? Do you know on average? Uh, I will say one hundred and fifty. Close, two hundred dollars. Wait, Ooh. say that again. No, people, what was the question? People spend on average one hundred dollars on gifts for their mothers on Mother's Day. And you said it was Mother's Day. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, no, shit. Yeah. It was, I was incorrect. Yeah, that was okay. That was so I got that right. Okay, cool. I was my, like, damn, wait a minute, percent streak. Yeah. Fuck. Can't believe it. Sorry, I got some some small brain Marcus, going. Marcus, no, good. I I actually, but even after you said, <laughs> yeah, you were just going. Along I was it, like, yeah. oh yeah, I got it right. Great. <laughs> oh, amazing. I'm so great at this. Might be. No, you're good. Um, fuck, Tom. Number I'm nine. So fucking sorry. Carnations have a special tie to Mother's Day. Wearing a red carnation means your mother is alive, and a white carnation means your mother is deceased. Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Yeah. Woo! Oh. It is Mother's Day. Got one. Hmm. Um, last one. France used to award medals to mothers for, of large families. Mother's Day. Mother's Day. This one's true. This one's Mother's Day. That's Mother's Woo! Day? Yeah. I wanted to say Mother's Day, but I was like, if this is Mother's Day, that's crazy. Yeah, dude. Like, in, the ni- in the 1920s, after World War One, the fr- uh, population of France was dwindling, and so mothers who uh, had large families would just fucking get a medal. They'd get an award. Mm. Holy shit. Yep. Hey, this is a message to all you moms out there. This is Tim coming at you with a 90% success ratio on knowing about your favorite holiday. Every time Tim farts, he shits his pants. (laughs) Hey, stop. (laughs) No, wait.
We need to acknowledge a fact. Your ex sucks. That old teacher that, like, screwed you over that one time? Sucks. That old best friend who put gum in your hair? Sucks. Writer's block? Sucks. Mild poetry? Sucks. Hi, I'm Addie DeVelvis. I am the host of Slam Your Ex Poetry, and I'm here to yell about what sucks through poetry. Slammer's Poetry is a bi-monthly podcast featuring me and friends. Hi. While we get together and talk about our opinions. Opinion. Indeed. Join us while we yell poetry into my sweet, sweet girlfriend, The Void, and submit your own. She's hungry. Winky, you have a special for us? I do, in fact. So, today is a special day. Now it's been a long time since we've had a double disco duck. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. But this submission a double also disco! comes from at Case of Spades 32. Congratulations on your double disco duck. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Case of Spades got both submissions, so that's a double disco duck. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, Named yeah, after yeah. Bad Disco Duck. Thank you, yes. Bad Disco Duck. So, uh, this was actually submitted originally to uh, Reddit from user I underscore M underscore different, sent to us by at Case of Space 32, and it's a fairly uh, open one. Hey, I really... Tim, before you say this question real quick, hey, Case of Space 32, Reddit's my fucking thing, okay? Tommy, it's okay. Tommy. That's it. No one's going to take it away Tommy. from you, dude. No one's taking it away, Tommy. It's okay. Tommy, put the gun down, Tommy. Put the gun down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, and it is. I'm just kidding. I love you. Cast anyone, living, dead, or functional, functional, fictional, functional. I said it. Yep, in an actual play, D and D, like a podcast campaign type of thing. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's the GM? Who are the players? And what happens in their adventure? Okay, I love these. Yes, I love me these. Too. Yes. Uh, first off, Alan Rickman. He's playing a warlock. Uh huh. Secondly, uh-huh. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He's playing barbarian. Okay. Uh-huh. Third, Snoop playing a dru- druid. DM, David Attenborough, and uh, I'm going to throw in Christopher Walken, and he's playing Rogue. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I think like that's it. a pretty solid cast. I really like what you have here, Marcus. Now, let me, let me, let me, can I, can I take it? Yeah, take please, it yeah. Somewhere? You guys, you guys throw okay. out your own. I, I like what you have there. I want to take out Christopher Walken. Okay. So I don't know who the fuck that guy is. He's the guy who, look, he was the, uh, you know, more cowbell? That skit? No. You ever seen Kangaroo Jack? No. Okay, well, that's the only two things that Christopher Walken's ever been in his entire okay. life. Well, I'm putting, I want to put David Attenborough. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> I want to put I'm David going Attenborough home. Uh, in the party. Okay. He's playing a monk. Okay. Cool. Hell yeah. And as the DM, Samuel L. Jackson. Ooh. Okay. That's pretty solid. Okay. One. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I stand by that. Okay. Tommy? Can I have my own, or do I need? Oh no, to... you yeah, can no, no, okay, yeah. you want with it. For our, I was just gonna say the cast of Seinfeld. Oh <laughs> my god! But they get roped into it, so the party is the four like main characters, but the DM is Newman. Oh shit! And they have to play because. Like, it, it was just, like, some weird contract thing or, like, some social yeah. thing that they Maybe have they to do. Maybe lost a bed or something. Yeah, they lost mm-hmm. a bed or something. Newman has a gun. Classic but, Newman. Yeah, yeah, classic. <laughs> classic. Um, but uh, the whole episode is the group trying to derail his campaign as much as possible. <laughs> um, but Kramer takes it super seriously. Yeah. Kramer's the only one that's, like, trying to actually do it. He, like, everybody else has just showed up. Kramer's the only one in that, like, traditional, like, oh, I show up and I'm, like, dressed like my character kind yeah. of, like, <laughs> old, like, interpretation of D&D. Um, we should bring that back to be... I wish... We oh, yeah, no, it's back. super fun. Yeah. I've never done it, but, like, I like the idea. Yeah. Um, also, let's all go LARPing. How about that? Oh, I God, I, I really would LARPing. like to do LARPing. I don't, I don't want to just because, like, I don't know, it just seems like... Oh, because there's a stigma behind it, Marcus? Yeah, kind of, but, wow, like, it's more of just, like, my own it, my my own thing, you know? Hmm. It's just, like, it just does not seem like something I'd be that into. Oh, that's fair. Well, that's fair. But that's also, fair. but hey, if you guys like LARPing, I mean, please go for mm-hmm. it. That sounds... I mean, like, it. I could definitely see why it would be fun. That yeah. does sound fun. It just sounds like you're making fun of me now. No, yeah. it's just, like, I think that the thing is, it's just, like, to I me... I think the thing is that just, like, Marcus hates our hobbies. Yeah, no, it's just, like, the thing about it is that Marcus hates us as people. Let me fucking explain, because I'm not trying to dunk on you guys my thing is that role play and like those wow you're really far down in that hole marcus (laughs) 
because you guys aren't letting me talk. Role play is such an intimate thing to me. I don't want to share it with strangers. You know what I'm saying? That's very fair. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Okay, that's very fair. I could feel that. Yeah. No, I get the the same vibes, but I think it's more of like fear that I'm going to end up playing with a stranger that's like one of the bad archetypes of like oh, yeah. like or like the mm-hmm. people that either like get way overly into the rules or like yeah, yeah, um, yeah. too into the role play and like don't know how to like still treat other people like people yeah. kind of thing i think like, that would be that would definitely be christopher walken that's big christopher walken <laughs> yeah he's too uh, method too uh, method tim, let me you gotta see a picture of christopher walken okay. yeah you know, know who christopher walken is tim maybe Oh, this guy. Yeah, that's Christopher yeah, Walken. You know, Christopher yeah, Walken. That guy's He's a... in a Fat Boy Slim uh, music video. This guy um, is a nut. Also, look at this picture of him from when he was younger. Holy shit. He was like a baby until he was like immediately old man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's um, one of those people. Some people just look like that. Like, yeah. they look little and for like 40 years, and then they just immediately <laughs> gain like six wrinkles. I, I just genuinely cannot think of a role that christopher walken has been in outside of kangaroo jack and more cowbell right now uh, he was the antagonist in kangaroo jack I, there was an antagonist in kangaroo i thought it was just about a fucking kangaroo <laughs> no okay I'm it's actually about two friends and then they meet a kangaroo mm. i want the kangaroo in my D party i want george washington in my D party mm-hmm. okay i want louis the fifth in my D party okay and for the dm jesus christ yes Nice. <laughs> the whole the whole game is just parables. Yes. <laughs> you come across a man in the middle of the desert. He is diseased. What do you do? I cast lay on hands. You gain fifty thousand experience points. <laughs> like, <laughs> also, take a point of inspiration. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, Jesus, uh, you now are able to enter the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> nice. Did you guys ever read the uh, Supply Side Jesus comic? No. Okay. This is yes. it's actually really fucking hilarious. It's just kind of like a critique on like you know the conservative model of christianity but like how uh jesus is, like walking through the street and like apostle paul's like oh jesus that guy has leprosy don't you want to heal him and he's just like no why would i do that that just like incentivizes him to get leprosy again <laughs> yeah <laughs> if i'm here to cure leprosy and that's all i do <laughs> they're just not gonna not get leprosy like <laughs> And then, like, Pontius Pilate's just like, oh, supply side Jesus, what great sandals you have. And he's just like, yeah, with the money that I paid to have these made, I fed uh, fed the man's family for ten fortnights. And it's like, fuck, dude. (laughs) God. Anyway. Classic Uh, Jesus, dude. Anyway, uh, I take it all back. I want to have us three in the D&D campaign, except for I want the kangaroo from Kangaroo Jack to be the DM. Ooh. (laughs) Okay, well, he's not sentient. I don't know if you've ever seen Kangaroo Jack. He doesn't awesome matter. Too. I think he could do it. Okay. I don't want to play in a D&D campaign DM'd Marcus. by an actual fucking kangaroo. <laughs> I feel like you're just being close-minded <laughs> at this point. I, I, uh, I'm being combative more than anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a fucking terrible idea. Um, I want Reggie Filame, former president of Nintendo, now CEO of uh, GameStop. Uh-huh. And... Wow, what a horrible train for him to hop on. I know, right? Yeah. It's like he left Nintendo and then just like really just... He said, I don't care anymore. <laughs> well, he does have enough money to retire. Yeah. He straight up said that he was going to retire after he left Nintendo and then he took a job at GameStop. So. Oh, Michael J. Fox, he'd be fun to play with, I feel oh, like. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like someone who would not be fun to play with at all would be like Johnny Depp or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like Johnny Depp would get really, really, really into character, but it would be just like slightly racist. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, yeah. Uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh. Fucking Burt Reynolds would be a good one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What if we got... See, I'm I'm not as good at, like, picking individual people from different things. I just like taking existing groups of people, but imagining them playing D&D. So what if we took the main cast from Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, but Blue was the DM? <laughs> that would be fantastic. That would be a fucking great episode. I feel like that should have been an episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, that and also different characters from that era of Cartoon Network where all of the like advertisements for Cartoon Network pretended that all the characters lived in like the same suburb. Yeah. Like yeah, where yeah, Johnny yeah. Bravo, Samurai Jack, and like the Powerpuff Girls all lived in the same yeah, suburb. Yeah, yeah. That, but it's like Samurai Jack, Johnny Bravo, uh, Dexter from Dexter's Lab, Buttercup, and Grimm. From Group Adventures of Billy Mandy. Group Adventures of Billy oh, Mandy. They're all in a D&D party. Wait, who's the DM out of those, though? The DM is Johnny Bravo. Oh, <laughs> oh no. yeah. Oh, no. You walk down the street and you see a pretty lady. What do you do? <laughs> all right, I little pull out my sword? <laughs> no. That's not how you treat a pretty lady. I think oh, my, no. my Johnny Bravo impression is more of a mix between Johnny Bravo and Christopher Walken. And I don't know if it's just because we were talking about Christopher Walken. 
I... I think it's just because we were talking about Christopher Walken. Maybe, but I just realized that my Johnny Bravo is really bad and sounds like he's from Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. My Johnny Bravo is really bad, but I just try to make, like, a really over-exaggerated Elvis. You know, I never watched Johnny Bravo when I was a child. It's a good it show. Honestly, it's, like, actually a good show because, like, most of the time, or, like, 99% of the time, all the women are like, Johnny, what the fuck? Like, beat the hell out of him because he's a fucking moron. <laughs> Tommy. Yes. It's time. To duel? Yes. No. <laughs> no. For a question, you ding dong. Oh! Tommy. All right. Silly Willy. Could Lightning McQueen win a Grand Prix in Mario Kart if he can't use the items? No. Well, wait. Ooh, How fast are we going in Mario Kart? This is like the 200cc category from uh mario kart 8 he's like mostly speed equalized where like oh, okay. he's still fast so he can't use the items though? but he can't use the items he is sentient though i don't think so then sentient well, and capable of like he's got like more vision than like th- a normal player has yeah, those games the thing about it is is that all the people in mario kart they have to operate their vehicles but he's the vehicle that he's operating himself yeah he's just like it's like a race like a, a foot race for him yeah and he like he, like, can so easily just, like, outmaneuver them, I feel like, you know? Dodge and weave, baby. Yeah, yeah. But, but there's things that, like, no matter how good you maneuver, you're going to get hit by them. Like, blue shell, red shell. Well, yes, but, like, mm. that's, you know, any of the players would be at the same risk of that, too. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying that, like, he's at a he's at an even lower di- a, a disadvantage because he can't use any of those. Okay, mm. so you're saying that you have never played Mario Kart and you are so good at Mario Kart that it doesn't matter what the AI does because you can just win. No, what? Well, I don't know. Wait. First off, I don't know what you're saying. I'm saying like at some well, point no, we have we to can realize... use items still. Yeah, that's but... fair. However, I've played okay. Maybe I I went through a phase where I played a good bit of Mario Kart and at the end of the day, the items are kind of irrelevant. To like Ooh. the items are only relevant if you're playing against people who know what they're doing. I think, mm. yeah. Or I, if you're playing with people who want to have fun. I definitely see what you're saying, Winky. Yeah. I get that. But I think the thing that makes items more balanced in like the terms that you're saying is the fact that everybody can use them, but Lightning mm. can't. Yeah, that's fair. But it's not that they're not balanced. It's just that they're kind of just like, what's the, what's the problem? What do, you have an issue? Like, there's, there's like, what is the item going to do? Like, the item cannot make you better. It can only make your opponent worse. But if your opponent is just already better than you, they can just outplay you and be I, better i would like to disagree winky and i'll bring up exhibit a yeah what our good friend nick aka greenie would call good driver everybody knows that's the bullet bill yeah <laughs> and whenever you activate it he takes tight turns going super fast aka good driver <laughs> <laughs> yes I do remember Good Driver, okay. However, this is what I'm saying, is that if Lightning McQueen's already in the first place, you're not going to catch up to him because you're in 12th place, and you had to get Good Driver. To be to get Good Driver, you had to be in 12th place or at a really low place. You're not going to... Bullet Bill's not going to take you all the way, dude. Oh, yeah, you're I agree. I'm take just saying, all the way, man. But, like, once Lightning McQueen's in first place, there's blue shells, red shells. Well, he's going to stay in second, shells, then, because you know. he's in a sentient car. He knows to stay in second to the okay. last place. Okay, I feel like we've... Like, a lot of this conversation has been around the usage of items. What if Lightning Queen can use the items? If he can use the items? It's, prob- a, it's no, no Probably contest. first place. No contest. Probably. Top three every time. Damn. Yeah. I'm just saying, he can, he he might not win every single time yeah. with if he can't use items, but I think he definitely is able to. I, think he I, think he, I don't think he comes last because he can't use items. I think that he places, like, you know, top half every time. Okay. Half. I'd say top quarter. I don't know. Hmm. He plays at least fourth every time. Yeah. But no items? He's he's mm. much better at driving on dirt and grass than all the other drivers, too, because yeah. he's, like, trained for it. Mm-hmm. That's, like, literally all his training, because, <laughs> like, the only time he actually has a training montage is when he's driving around in the fucking desert. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. The only problem is, like, if he gets crushed by a thwomp, he's kind of out, because I don't think Lakitu will save him. He's like, you're not a Mario character. What? You're just some rando. That's not fair. Come on. <laughs> Who are you? Pancake looking ass bitch. <laughs> Chow my ass. Yeah. That's cheating. Get your ass out of my fucking race, dude. Dude. All the Mario characters just like target my Lightning McQueen mercilessly because they're like, different, <laughs> different, different, different. <laughs> You just have to get like a big doll and sit him on top of him so it looks like he's just. Yeah, it looks like he's got a rider and they're like, oh, okay. Okay, that's fine. That's just a random Goomba. I have a question. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to take it back just, you know, 
Classic Marks, keeping it simple. Would you rather go to federal prison for six months or fight a bear? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, fight a bear because then I'll just die instead of going to prison. <laughs> I would rather go to prison, but only because I feel like I could just stay out of the way long enough to get through six months. Okay. I think I'd rather fight a bear. Yeah, wait, hold on. Am I, like, armed or something? No. So it's, it's just, just me. Yeah. My bear hands. Yeah. Well, Sorry, your my, human hands. Your, your regular yeah. hands versus the raw bear. I was trying to get, some, yeah. was trying yeah. to get yeah. some of that out of that. But yeah, just like, okay, so here here's a quick plug. Okay. My recommendation. Uh, if you guys want to know what prison is like or, you know, like, learn more things about, like, the federal prison system in the United States. Watch uh, videos from Larry Lawton on YouTube. Very fascinating stuff. The dude used to be connected to the mob. He was. Uh, we're not sponsored by this guy. By we're not way. at all. But I'm just saying, you know, this is my seal of recommendation, my yeah, seal yeah, of approval. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Larry Lawton fucking was a uh, the biggest jewel thief in America, and then Shit. he got brought down. Uh, he did 12 years in the federal prison system, and he just talks about like all of his experiences in there. And now that he's out, he actually like helps uh, police catch jewel thieves. And his big thing is about prison reform because just how shitty fucking prison is. And like, like they don't have like, uh, he, one of his big things is that he talks about, he's like, um, people say that they want to go to prison all the time because that way, like they'll have like free healthcare or whatever. Mm -hmm. They don't do a fucking thing in prison, but they give you an Advil and like they send you back out. Like, yeah, shit's fucked up. Yeah, no, I definitely feel like it would be like super shitty. I just feel like I I could last six months in that environment rather than dying, rather than just die to a bear. Well, see, I don't think that I would die to a bear. Marcus. Okay, Marcus, so... Now, hold on a second, hold on a second. I would like to bring up the fact that every single time we have a fucking bear-related question, uh-huh. Marcus always... You know what? No. Marcus, why? Why do you not think you would die to a bear? Okay, I want to touch on what you were getting to, Tim. No, I know. So, every time that we have a bear-related question, I say that the bear would win, because nine times out of ten, it's the bear's going to get something that's not sentient. I am. I know a bear's weaknesses. What is a bear's weakness, Marcus? <laughs> His nose. Did you know that a bear's nose is 100 times more sensitive than uh, human testes? And yes. so if you punch a bear in the nose, you know, that's it. And you think you would survive long enough to be able to punch a bear in the nose? Marcus, I, I know you personally, and I know that you would scream and run away from that bear if it got close to you. Nah, at first I'd be like, oh, fuck a bear. Yeah. And, if it and, got... then, I'd, and then if it roared at me, I'd try to make myself big. And if it still came at me, I'd be like, fuck, I better punch this bear in the nose. <laughs> No, yeah. no, okay, okay. Yes, I agree with you, Marcus. However, I think the bear would eat you first. No. Oh, the, oh, that, is, that, is it that easy? Yes, for me. So, okay. what what is the construct of this fight with the bear? Do you just, like, wander upon each other in the woods completely unarmed? Yes. So, the bear, if the bear runs away, that counts as winning. No, he's going to try to kill you. But for, like, all that you know... You you have a chance of like getting away or whatever. You run into a bloodthirsted bear okay. in the woods. So okay. once you punch it in the nose, what do you do? I mean, like once it's once it's punched in the nose, you know it's gonna run away. It's bloodthirsted, though. right? But if it runs away, it's gonna come back because it's bloodthirsted. Yeah, because yeah. bloodthirsted insinuates that it won't. Stop well, then I just keep punching blood. it in the nose until I you know go buy a gun. <laughs> <laughs> just like just like driving in your car and you're like, oh, the bear's running up after me. Hang on, let me roll down the window. Bam. Yeah. yeah. All right, get out of here. <laughs> All right, so, let's yeah. go get this gun for five minutes and comes back again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got I got five minutes on the cooldown. Uh, I should be able to. Uh, I'm like, I need a really good shotgun. Give me just a second. I gotta go take care of this, and then like run outside, punch the bear in the nose, and then come back. And yeah. Poor bear. It now, doesn't know what it's doing. It's no. just hunting you down. Marcus, here's the thing. Here's the thing about this bear. Wait, what kind of bear is it? Uh, black bear. We'll say black bear. Not a grizzly. You're dead, Marcus. <laughs> nah, black bear is easy. I'll, how about a grizzly? Grizzly? No, I, I feel like that's the fairest. I feel like yeah, that's I feel like grizzly's fair. It's going to be a tough one, but I can still punch it in the nose, so I think I'm going to come out on top of this No, because the bear's too tall for you to punch it in the nose. If it stands up on its hind legs, but it, grizzlies rarely do that. It's going to try to eat you. Yeah, but then it's, it's just putting its snout closer it to my fist. It runs so fast towards you, Marcus. I stand still and then punch it in the it nose when it gets to me. It runs so fast towards you, Marcus. Yeah, no, bears are, bears are fast. You have yeah. to roll like a nat 20 on that attack roll. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> in order to be able to hit that nose, dude. Oh, well. I'm not giving it to you. What do you mean I have to roll a 20? I'm doing my Jerry Seinfeld impression. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Jerry, you got to roll a nat 20, because otherwise, you're not going to be able to hit it. I don't want to hit a bear But I don't want to hit a bear in the face. (laughs) Why can't I take the bear out to dinner? Oh, no. You can't do that. Here's what what I'm I'm saying. I'm a bod. That's what I do. (laughs) I talk to people. I don't fight bears. (laughs) 
Okay, so I'm taking Bear. Tommy, you're taking Prison? I'm taking Jerry Seinfeld. Okay. I'm taking uh, yeah, I'll take Bear. Prison. I do not think I would... <laughs> like, I don't think that I would survive this attack is the only thing. Okay. And I don't think you would either, Marcus. I just want you to be aware of the fact there's a high probability of you versus Bear, Bear winning. Right. There is a, There is about... Like a three percent chance that Bear wins, but I definitely you say a three percent chance that you win. <laughs> no, that's what I heard because that's what's true. <laughs> that's our last goof. We just want to say <laughs> special thanks to our producers Jess Adams and Max Ellen Young for editing this episode, designing our cover art, and being bears. That's what I was gonna say. I know I wanted to get it out. You can find Max on Twitter at Max and Young, and you can find Jess on Twitter at Antlergoth. And most importantly, we would like to thank you, our listeners, because without you, we would not have a show to put on. And if you would like to submit a question, then you can tag us or DM us on Twitter at versus extreme, or you could shoot us an email at versusextremecast at gmail.com. Also, you can find more episodes of Versus Extreme on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. We put out episodes every Tuesday, so please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. It really helps push us up in the algorithms and helps other people get to hear the same goofs that you've come to know and love. Also, please hit us up on Twitter this week to win on who you think would win in our most divisive question, which was a completely average human in 2020 versus a 14th century knight. Inside a Home Depot. Inside a Home Depot or a Lowe's, your preference. Mm-hmm. We all know it's the person. <laughs> and if we you all like know. this episode, please tell a friend. Word of the mouth is the best way to get new listeners. We love sharing this thing that we do with as many people as possible. Thank you so much for listening. Go listen to Slam Your Ex. I think that's all. That's I... it. I'm Marcus Driscoll. Good night, San Francisco. I'm Tommy Calhoun. And I'm Tim. And I love you. Brought to you by Dryer Sock Productions. Pop that pizza pie in the oven, baby. We're about to start a podcast.